guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio ZSL Podcast. Man, I told you guys that the problem solving would absolutely come, and it's a follow-up, especially from yesterday. Different techniques, different things that you need to learn how to problem solve regardless of where you are. But I really want to dive into what I was actually speaking about yesterday in regards to the women at Agoda. So I want to, I want to like stay there and start there first, right? So what we have to do, and that's like what I was talking about yesterday was listening, right? When you become a phenomenal listener, you end up being very respectful. People end up saying you're a fantastic conversationalist because you have excellent follow-up questions. But in the sense of problem solving, it's like when Dale Carnegie, right? He said he had a story, one instance that um, I think some people had bought wood, but it was the wrong wood and they were blaming Dale Carnegie for it. And so this was a problem. And Dale Carnegie said, okay, I'm going to go into this situation. These guys obviously sound very angry. It was either by letter or phone. Again, this was like, like decades ago. Um, but when Dale Carnegie had arrived to the property, these two guys had their fists bolded up and they were ready to fight the living hell out of Dale Carnegie. And then he walked up and what Dale Carnegie did, he just asked questions and he was a listener. And so these guys were actually going through all the wood. They were very angry at the beginning. And, you know, Dale Carnegie just he wasn't 21 questions, but he was a listener. And then the guy obviously realized, oh my God, I think I made a, a massive mistake. And then it continued to, and he began to open up even more. So while he was checking the wood, he finally obviously had some accountability and said, you know what? I kind of messed this one up. And so sometimes when someone is angry, you need to be a listener. You look at it all the time. Flight attendants, okay? People, store managers, you see this all the time in America. People are always complaining right? Just complaining their asses off, screaming at the top of their lungs at people. And the person, the receiver is just very calm and he's a listener. That's it. But the thing is, what we have to understand understand is you need to honor what people are saying. Not only listening and, you know, you can listen and repeat. And obviously that's one of the really, really good uh, techniques, but don't discount other people's wants. So have you ever heard the person that says, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. I would say this out of frustration. And I would say this out of frustration in a way that, okay, I believe that he is trying to belittle me or he's nagging. And I would reply in that way. I remember when I worked with the dental anesthetist and at the time, you know, this person was sedated and he was just like being a nag and he was being very annoying. And I was like, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. Like I interrupted him while he was speaking. And this is critical because guess what? I might've thought that I had it. You might think that you got it, but the other people don't believe that you have it. Why? Because you're in a hurry to prove that you're smart. You're in a hurry to prove that you know what you're doing. And guess what? What this does, it detaches you from the other person. And it makes you look like that, you know, you're just... You're great. You, you believe that you're great at listening because you're, 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 you're listening to them in a way that, okay, I went through that, my past, my biases, your assumptions. But the thing is, whatever's happening at that present moment is not what had happened to you when you were a kid. So you need to stop carrying that shield and like protecting yourself 
from when these occurrences happen. When you interrupt someone and they're just trying to like convey something to you, it's because you're trying to prove to them that you know what they are talking about. I see this a lot because I actually have a friend and she's like, listen to me. Because sometimes I kind of have a tendency either of interrupting her or going on a ramble and she just like places her hand on my hand and says, listen to me. And I just say, okay. I don't say, no. Now, a lot of people would say, no, I'm actually listening to you. No, 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 no. no. See, you're out to prove that, <laughs> or I would be out to prove that I'm smarter than them. And it's funny because 10 times out of 10, she always has a very valid point that ends up defeating what I was going to say anyways, or what I was saying. So then I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's a good point. You see what I mean? Like, you got to stop with the yeah, yeah, I got it. So going back to the Chinese girl in regards to what, you know, go to.com and my Thai students and everything, she was just saying, note it, note it, note it. And I would say, okay, note it. What did I just say? And then I would say, okay, I'm going to follow up an email in regards to what we had just spoken about. And I'm going to CC the boss too. Some people don't know how to do that. Some people don't know how to approach that. And some people would be like, that's placating. Like, oh, no, I don't want to make it even worse than what it is right now. Well, the communication, there's already a huge barrier because of cultures. So what is the worst that could possibly happen in regards to that? So, I mean, you know, when I have communication barriers or when I had communication barriers, let, let me give you an example. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the companies that I actually work for right now, um, you know, I was, I was actually at home on a Monday night. And the next, you know, like 21 minutes after a class was supposed to start, although there was no class that night, because one of the girls had told me that she wasn't going to be learning that day. And I said, okay. So I get a call and they're like, hey, are you supposed to be teaching tonight? And I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be teaching her on Wednesday. And so in the background, I heard two women just arguing, right? And I'm like, oh, and they were like, no, you're supposed to be teaching her today. I said, no, Wednesday. Oh, but Wednesday, the school is closed. Why wasn't I informed? And how the fuck is the school closed? Excuse my French. How the hell is the school closed online? That doesn't make any sense. Online learning is online learning. I don't need a place to sit down and air and electricity. Everything is shut down. It will be shut down for the rest of the year. Why is it closed? And so I didn't really understand that. I was just like, you know what, man? This sounds like some dumb, just some ridiculous BS. So what you need to do is again, I said, oh, there was a communication breakdown between me and that specific workplace. And so I messaged the girl and I said, hey, it looks like they didn't tell me about that. And so what was the communication breakdown? Well, the girl front desk at that specific center, okay, in the city center, she didn't say, hey, Arsenio, okay, because there's no school on Wednesday, uh, you can't have class on Wednesday, it's going to be on Monday. Even if she told me on Monday, I probably still would have canceled the class and it would have been on a uh, it would have been her fault, but no one communicated anything to me. Now, this is a simple miscommunication, but guess what? With that specific student, this has happened five times already, and I've only been involved in one, that one. And so you can imagine, okay, I pay you money, but you can't even communicate things, and you're not even that helpful. You're not even helping me with this or this or that. You know what? I'm going to be taking my money elsewhere. This is how people lose clients. And so when you're in a hurry, or when you always think you're right, and when you're not trying to do for others, this is exactly what happens. So 
How, I want to give you guys three questions. How can you deal with difficult people in situations? Do you normally explode or worry or avoid? Or do you take, or do you even take like actions quickly? So I want you guys to look at the last 10 situations in your life, okay? And rate yourself on a scale one to 10. One to 10. Maybe you avoided for six of them. And some of you are like, oh no, I didn't avoid it. Well, what about your behavior? It probably says that you did avoid it. So when I look at, okay, uh, when I, uh, it's not so much explosions. I don't do that anymore. Maybe when I was a kid, but now it's kind of like, I worry. I don't avoid. Now it's not so much about difficult conversations. I do avoid things that are just like way over the top. And some people would say, oh, well, you're just avoiding this. I'm like, no, first and foremost, I've never been asked that question until this year, okay? Being on this planet for 33 years, that's really weird. That's number one. Number two, I feel like I don't need to have to answer that because that's my personal life. So yeah, get out of here with that. That's what I tell them, right? But when it comes to worry, and you know, when I look at problem solving, let's look at worry, okay? So at, uh, what was it, just after Songkran, everything had began, you know, turn it up because obviously the government had failed immensely in regards to, you know, the shutdowns and everything that was happening out here and, oh, well, the COVID cases and, you know, there were a lot of different things that were happening. And so, you know, I got a message and uh, the lady at the company was, who was a massive breadwinner for me, a massive breadwinner. You know, I was supposed to buy my iPhone in April, all of this stuff. That's like, I was getting paid big from that company. She ends up messaging me and says, oh, okay, uh, Arsenio, I'm sorry, you know, because the COVID's really bad. We're not allowing anyone on our premises. We're not going to have classes until like May 1st. And I said, oh, okay. But at that time I was like, oh shit, I was worried. I was like, oh my God, this is really bad. But what really helped me is I anticipated the absolute worst from that situation. Sometimes I say, okay, let me sit down. How do I need to respond to this? Okay. Do I need to respond to them immediately? Yes. To acknowledge that I've actually gotten the message. Hey, yeah, no problem. Just let me know. But when it comes to like losing a massive amount of your salary per month, I have to sit down and say, okay, Arsenio. I need to anticipate the worst. What is the worst that could happen from the situation? This company may never come back, period. That's it. That's it. And even if you offered them online and they just denied offline, you know, off, you know, online learning and they want to learn, you know, like in the class, that's not going to be happening until maybe next year. And they're probably going to be long gone and you're going to be long gone by then. So anticipate in your mind that this company is gone but it's hard. It's hard. But I needed to act on the worry, right? Because I'm like, you know what? I need to solve this. This could be a massive problem for me. You know, you know, I thought I was going to get this. I thought I was going to get that. Okay. How much do I have saved? All these other things started coming. But during that month, I ended up making the most I've ever made in a two, what is it? In a, in a one month period. So then I'm like, okay, well, this is really interesting. The company goes away, but then I end up making a significant amount of money outside of the company. And I started believing in myself right there. I said, you know what, man? I think this is going to be all right. I think everything's going to go perfectly as planned. I'm excited about this because I think this is a wonderful challenge to have. <clears throat> so as of obviously in June, have they ever contacted me? No. The last time I tried contacting them, they said, hey, Arsenio, we'll let you know in advance when we start uh, the classes again. 
considering that this country is completely full of COVID and there's now a Thai variant, there's nothing happening this year. But then came May, and that was the most I ever made in one calendar month in May. Two massive packages sold, and I almost met my quota. And so now I'm like, you know what? Maybe, and it's funny because if that company were to allow people on their premises, what I made in those two massive package sales is more than that company would give me in one month. And so I said to myself, I said, man, this is actually working. Why? Because I anticipated the worst. I told myself, Arsenio, how can I act on this worry? The problem is these people are gone. And guess what? You got your rent, you got your power. Sometimes it might be above, sometimes it might be below because obviously, you know, that, you know, that specific company just, you know, yeah, that company just doesn't pay well at all and they don't look after you, but you have a big savings. You have this, you have that, and you're acting on everything. And so again, I've gotten much better at that. And, you know, and it's because obviously last year was one of those years where everything got turned right upside down but it was the best thing that could ever happen. At the dawn of this year, I realized the dumbass government just just began shutting down everything, okay? This was uh, January 1st, and it was shut down for a month. And that was February. And the last time I went to work was April 4th. And I may never go back to work because if we look at August, they said, okay, August 1st, there are no vaccinations. There is nothing that is happening in Thailand. No one is acting on the explosion on the catastrophe. It's because they don't know about problem solving. So my behavior, it was very congruent with what I was thinking, what I was saying, and how I acted. I knew that, okay, my friend said, Arsenio, you need to just think in your mind that the company is gone and they're never going to come back. What are you going to do now? That's how I act on worry. That's problem solving. That's exactly what you need to do. So what I want to do is get into phase two, your enemy is hurry. So think about it. If you've ever gotten in a car accident, how? It's because you were hurrying. Have you ever said something that created a conflict? See, sometimes what you need to do, you need to hear a problem and get away. It's very hard to get that, especially if you have work emails. And I know you get an email like at 7 p.m. at night and you're like, dude, I can't sleep away from this. I remember I got, remember I told you guys just a couple of days ago in regards to my previous job four years ago. And I remember I got an email from him and he said, hey, the company canceled. And I was like, oh, they canceled class tonight. Oh my God, I'm so happy. But then he said, no, they removed you as being their trainer. And I said, excuse me, what? And he said, oh, yeah, I have to get all the details. I'll let you know. It took him 48 hours to let me know. Can you imagine, like, how demoralizing that is to be completely removed as a trainer from a company? And I'm like, oh, my God. But, again, we all know Thailand, right? And that was four years ago. Me, I'm I'm the top 1% in my field now, right? I got clients all around the world. So, who had, it's not so much who had the last laugh and having to prove to someone, but it was the best thing that had to happen because th- that company didn't deserve me, period. But again, I went into that email. or I, I, I didn't blow up, but I was saying, I was like, hey, you know, some of my students are going to go to the HR and complain about this. And of course, that head teacher being com- diametrically opposed to me, he is. He's like, oh, no, it's all about damage control. Don't, don't, they shouldn't have to do that. No, because, you know, they have jobs. And I'm like, you're not even backing me up. This is sick. And then I remember 
that last little thing, problem solving, the biggest thing and biggest decision I ever made. I remember I walked out of my class and, uh, you know, that nasty monster was sitting down with the practice manager who was a female Thai woman. And, um, and he's like, oh, we're going to have to have a meeting. And I was like, no, we're not. Cause I was beyond angry. And he said, if you want to continue working here, we're going to have to have a meeting guys. Keep in mind, he's just a head teacher. He's not a coordinator. He is nothing. When he said that, that was the biggest problem of my life. I got shivers that went right down my spine. And I looked back and I said, in my mind, I quit. I left that job in two months. My body was there. My mind was completely gone. I didn't speak to anyone. I went in and out. Don't talk to me. I don't like any of you. You guys can all go to hell. And I kept that, that feeling of resent because I really wanted to get back at them. I really wanted to call him the things that he needed to be called, but he already knows what it was. But I told myself, the big problem is this company. The big problem is you. The big problem is you. The big problem are these students, these teachers, this shopping center, this area, this province. I got to take myself out of here. So sometimes you got to take yourself away. And I didn't act in a hurry, although I kind of did, because there was no way I was going to be able to focus in class without having that, that meeting with him. So after I had that meeting, I went home and I acted. I acted on the worry. And the worry was, oh my God, they really don't appreciate me as a teacher anymore. And I applied for a whole bunch of jobs. I found a condominium and I moved a month later. That quick. It was so quick. Why? That place is completely undeserving of me. So when I had a problem, I had to sit back. And I went home. And I said, okay, Arsenio, how do you feel? Oh, I feel like a piece of shit. What could you do right now to act on this feeling? Do you believe they're deserving of you? Do you believe that you've been going downhill in this company for almost a year? Do you believe that there's even a future here anymore? Why are you here? I'm not asking that from a, you know, a, a very conceit, in a conceitful way. I'm asking you from a, you deserve better way, Arsenio. And that was that voice I heard. And guess what? I got next, you know, I started setting up uh, appointments with different condo owners. I had a whole bunch of job offers from the Honduras, China, and Chile. Um, you know, I was trying to figure out like, okay, am I going to go to Bangkok or am I going to leave the country? Nonetheless, I'm leaving this place. So everyone knew, they were like, oh, I'm like, hey, I can't come to work tomorrow. I'm moving. Where are you moving? Satorn, extremely far. And then when they knew, they're like, why are you moving out there? because we're done and they had already known and it's funny towards the end it was like march of 2018 the last little email that i got from he's like oh there's been chatter about you you know you're up for your visa and work permit renewal but there's been chatter about you leaving da, 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 da. and that guy that just a two-faced fool but so grateful that i took myself out of that so what i did i didn't panic i needed to become consciously aware I needed to let a couple of days go go by. And then I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm done with this company. Actually, it was just a couple of hours, to be honest with you, because that next morning, I was applying everywhere. The place was completely undeserving of me. There was another lady who I used to work for last, uh, what is it, last August, and I could not wait a couple of days. But after seeing her messages and everything, I was already at the tipping point. Because, oh man, it's a long story, but let's just put it this way. She was like, oh, you can't teach this because there are teachers and students that got this and we should have just got them to teach this test here. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me based on 
your methodology, okay, and based on how you were brought up, you believe that if someone gets a very high score on a test, therefore they could be a teacher. That has got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And guess what? It was in an it was it was in a line group, a group chat with another one of her partners, like a shareholder of the company. And when I saw her just leave the group after she went on that rant, I contacted her and I said, hey, I no longer work for you guys. We're done. Was I scared? Yes, because they accounted for maybe about 60% of my money at the time. Greatest decision I ever made. It was a big decision, but guess what? I realized, you know, some of these people that I've been clinging on to from 2014, 15, 16, especially 17, I'm not from, I'm, it's a different version of me now. And they were holding me back from my absolute greatness. A month later, I got my first online client. Oh, no, as, as a matter of fact, my first online membership. And that's when everything began turning up. So in saying that, what you have to do, and, the, and to top off this podcast is ask yourself three questions. To improve this situation, what do you need to add? What do you need to subtract? What do you need to multiply? Okay, now, the multiplication is a little bit confusing because you guys are probably saying, wait, I don't want to multiply something to make it even worse. Let's go back to addition first. What do you need to add to a situation, right? What do you need to subtract? So the degree of worry, the feelings of resent, the feelings of wanting to get back at people, your feelings in general, you need to subtract that and you need to add action, okay? You need to add actionable steps. Okay, what can I do right now to improve this situation? Going back to the company, uh, you know, this year, I said, you know what, what can I add right now? Arsenio, to be honest with you, you can no longer rely on the Thai economy. That's it. You can't rely on Thailand anymore because Thailand, this economy is broken. You're never going to go back to that damn, that company. So what can you add right now? Well, it's time to start for you to start generating passive income. Your courses, this, this, and this. Next thing you know, I heard the Battleboard podcast for Better Bichard, and then that changed my life forever. Now I have my first ever five-hour-plus TOEFL ITP course available. Why? Because I acted on that worry. I say, you know what? I really just do not want to continue making the same money over and over and over. I want to make a little bit more but I want to make money while I sleep. Of course, I don't want to continue losing my time. And Thailand, man, I've already realized like after three, like after three shutdowns, I'm like, you know what? And no action whatsoever. You know what? I'm going to take action on online because that's where it's actually working. So I added content. I added courses. I added memberships. I added things that could help benefit what I have online and the different systems and, you know, getting in touch with different people. What I had to do was subtract the fact that this economy, I had to subtract the entire economy. It's not working anymore. It's just not. And what, how can I 10 times what's actually working? So my blogs, my TOEFL ITP, the courses, the memberships, the different things, how can I 10 times that and improve the hell out of that? That is what you have to do in any situation. Because you need to find out what you can add and see if you can multiply what you're adding. Because that could help improve that, 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 like that situation. 
but that could also help improve that project or that relationship or this or that very quickly in a short amount of time. So that's, or those are the three questions to ask yourself. And that last one is just developing your formula on how to develop problem solving to solve situations. So in saying that people, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. Again, guys, if you like this, share it. Uh, make sure you leave me a rating. Follow me on Instagram. The link is in the description, Topol ITP. Memberships, they're all available right now, and I will be waiting for you guys. So thanks so much for, again, tuning in. Oh, yeah, we got a really good one with Hebrew coming up tomorrow. And until then, over and out.